Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we are. Uh, this is uh, Monday now, the 20, 28th of March, the end of March. Good morning. We're approaching uh, Easter. How about that? Um, oh. Pretty cool. And uh, you and I are having a good time. And we've, um, it's really interesting. You, know, you and I have prayed through and received that, you know, we, we were to shorten. Uh, mm -hmm. what we're doing a little bit so you know generally we would go <laughs> I think our longest was almost 60 minutes um, I was gonna say I think we had one that that may have even gone just a little might, over might that yeah. we, gen we generally were uh, <laughs> around 50 minutes and uh, mm -hmm. and for you and I because we get so excited about this that uh Actually, if we didn't have a timer, we'd just keep talking. You can't exactly. <laughs> we just keep rolling. We would just keep rolling, you know. Uh, which is, by the way, a little bit of a problem uh, because of, of my enthusiasm and uh, ability to handle physically uh, during uh -huh. during a retreat. Um, uh, I could just keep going. Oh, you could go forever. Yes, I, I, I remember the first time we sat through one of your retreats, and there's no break. And I'm like, doesn't anybody have to go to the bathroom? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I did. Uh, um, this is actually with Dave, Dave Duncan, and Tom Ewing. We did a, uh, a retreat up in Rhode Island. We did two of them uh -huh. back, back to back, uh, and we and they had to be in one weekend. So we um, mm -hmm. we started Thursday, right, and we went sun, uh, Saturday noon had lunch and started the next one at one o'clock. Oh, wow. And it went that night into, into the next day. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, we'd, we'd done the first one. Uh, and the second one, uh, we started at one o'clock in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. uh, because, there, you know, usually we have these open spa spaces, but right. we, and everybody understood, well, we're not gonna have that. So, <laughs> um, it was about 10 o'clock at night. Um, and I'm just, Literally, I'm just going. I don't even understand. I didn't. It didn't even <laughs> register with me what time it was. You were excited about I'm, what you were teaching. I'm just going, you know. And uh, and Dave, and Dave, Dave uh, you know, he he comes over and he says, "Rich, he says they got to go to bed." <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. I, yeah, that's right. I forgot about. I forgot. You know, they got to go to bed. You know? So uh, yeah, I get so excited awesome. and uh, that. You know, we could go on and on and on, and, and we and we do because we're for you and I. It's it's we're not, and this is uh, we want the audience to really understand this. We are not teaching you anything. Yeah. Um, we're sharing with you what we've learned and processed and live out. I mean, it really we live it out. Um, right. And it's so exciting to live that life of God. And again. Uh, and you want everybody you know to get to do yeah. that. And why right? would why would anybody yeah. not want to? Um, and then, uh, and we're not trying to portray that we never have difficulty, we never have trouble. <laughs> we we do. Um, Absolutely. We have, we have the same trouble in the world that everyone else does. But 
God overcomes it, you know, which is, yeah. this is why we're talking about the subject of uh, covenant, which is I'm mm-hmm. going to bless you to make you a blessing. I'm going to bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. And your life is intended, God speaking, to be a blessing. Right. And that means I got to receive it and live it. And that's why we get so enthusiastic about it, because we're just trying to share with you what we've learned. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's, it, it is thrilling to us. But, you know, we've uh, but I, I thought about this, you know, that here this is now we're, we're about ready to start our second year. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And I'm not sure. And I, I was I was trying to understand, God, why why did you wait so long <laughs> <laughs> to tell um, us to shorten it? <laughs> that, hey, by the way, I'd like you to shorten it up, you know, and uh, uh, and partly is, you know, we we uh, we know a lot of people are in podcast uh, hearing mm-hmm. it and they commute. And probably around 30 to 40 minutes is the end of the end right. of the commute. And they miss, you know, 15 minutes or so. Uh, Right. And, it's, and it's hard to go back and, you know, start over. So um, we've shortened it. Uh, by the way, we, we think it's going to be effective to do that and uh, more manageable bite-sized stuff. So it's going to take longer to get through stuff, but who cares? You know, it doesn't matter. Right. And then for, uh, for you and I, uh, it's actually it's actually good because... Um, it's going to give us some freedom, gives, too. It yeah. gives us a little bit more time and we can maybe uh, even tape this differently. So we're excited about it. But as we think about uh, Covenant... Uh, you know, we've been into uh, this aspect of the privileges, which is protection, safety, deliverance. Uh, we've talked about now his goodness right. and delivering to us the abundant life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, remember, abundant life isn't uh, a American definition of just more wealth. Right. Uh, it's all the aspects of life that he wants you to live out abundantly. Abundant peace, joy, the joy, goodness, relationship. Oh, yeah. uh, you and I were talking about community, and uh, mm-hmm. in our last uh, podcast, uh, we uh, we talked about that uh, of how God loves community, uh, right? And He wants us to enjoy it, and that's part of the abundant life is to have, you know, a solid, wonderful marriage, close friends, inner circle, mm-hmm. small group, neighbors. I mean, people that that we get to do life with. Uh, right. You know, it's really spectacular. But a question came up as we're talking about covenant. Uh, I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. And we talked about um, uh, what does that look like? Uh, we haven't gotten into the depth of that yet, but it's following him, walking with him. Uh, we got to be where he is. Remember, we said it's his children uh-huh. operating in his kingdom, which is the where. Uh, and he's going to right. glorify himself and elevate us up into a spiritual place to demonstrate to prowlers and principalities this beautiful life. Uh, well, a question came up, which uh, I thought was a very profound question. <laughs> yeah. And I uh, is, think it's one that a lot of people are wrestling with or trying to figure out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that is, uh, does prayer change mm-hmm. God's mind? Right. Um, does prayer change God's mind? Uh, so... Let's, let's unpack that a little bit. And a lot of that has to do with people's definition of prayer. Uh, and that is that uh, typically we're taught, and usually, by the way, this is taught by how it happened at home, how it happened at church, how it happens in prayer meetings. And generally speaking, uh, what I see happen, and I, and I was yeah. participant in this, is uh, we offer up God two things. One is a wish list. Uh huh. Is these are the things I would like you to take care of, and I'm going to pray for, pray for, pray for, and I list them down. 
Um, and then, and then, it's kind of telling God how to do it. Right. <laughs> it says, well, here's here's what I'd like you to do. You know, I'd like you to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's back up a minute first of all and just talk about prayer. Um, prayer is dialogue yes. in relationship. So it's not uh, just asking. Would you? Would you? Would you? And and think about it. You know, with you and Dan or me and Linda, if we were, if all we did, and let's call it prayer, I said to Linda, I'd like you to do this, this, and this, and I'll see you later. Right. Um, well, I'm asking her. Right. And maybe she can do it, but would we have a relationship? There is no relationship in that, no. Yeah. See, there's no there's no relationship, so... Mm-hmm. Um, Prayer is to draw us into that relationship, uh, and therefore it's dialogue. So when Dan comes home or Linda and I are together, we talk to each other. We we listen. We we converse. Hey, what about this? And ask How does questions this, and ask wait questions. for answers. <laughs> uh, you know, what do you think about this? So, um, first of all, prayer is intended to go to a different place and not just be a request. Now, right. by the way, we have we have requests. Which are, which are to be processed. So like for example, mm-hmm. um, we have issues of life. Right. They're problems. Well, guess what? God can handle it. We know that. Mm-hmm. But God doesn't say to us, well, just tell me what, what you want me to do and I'll see you later. It's why don't you come converse with me and let me reveal to you my answer to that question which you have an issue on, including right. I got a problem, I got an issue. He says, well, I can give you an answer. Um, and dialogue with me, and then I'm going to ask you questions, and we're going to process together because, and, and we, we just said it, God's love is the intimacy with us. Right. Which, and that's what prayer is all about. So, so think of, first of all, think of prayer as not a series of requests. It, it, it includes that, but it's dialogue, talking, yes. asking questions, uh, receiving, processing, understanding, going deeper. Uh, Etc. Uh, and we have the example is Jesus, mm-hmm. um, and it talks about him praying all the time, right? Um, and what did he do? He says, "Well, I did nothing except, except what the Father told me. What the Father spoke to me as yeah. I processed it." And we have we have one big example of that, and it's called Gethsemane. Um, he was in the garden for hours and hours and hours talking to the Father. And by the way, his his desire was what? When he was well, in, he asked him actually to take this from him, yeah, not yeah. to make him do this if he didn't have to. Yeah. Hey, I know you're yeah. sovereign. I know you can come up with Plan B. I know you, you're creative, uh, all powerful. You know, could you? Could you? And and it wasn't. See, we read it in scriptures, and we look at it as well. He asked a question. God said no, and that was it. Well, it was hours right. of dialogue, hours of communication. Uh, so uh, he says, I did nothing uh, except what the Father spoke. And then in John 4.34 and then in John 6.38, he says, I've come to do what? The, the will of the Father. Right. I've come to do the will of the Father. Uh, in First in, uh, John 5.14 and 15, it says, if... You pray according to my will. I hear you, God speaks. And if I, if right. you know that I hear you, 
I will fulfill what you've now determined as my will. Right. So, um, hinging on his will there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so by definition, if we're praying his will, mm -hmm. what must he have done? He must have spoken what his will is. He had to communicate to me his will. Yeah. Uh, and he has a will, and uh, he says, I know the plans I have for you, so the Lord plans for hope in the future not to harm you. And um, all through Scripture, it's, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I have a will. Um, I have plans. I can resolve anything. Uh, okay, so um, does, does, does uh, uh, prayer change God's mind? Well, not per se. Uh, because God's mind is perfect. Right. Uh, and he already knows the answers already. Mm -hmm. um, so that our role is to receive what he already knows, which is, by the way, he says, why don't you ask me? Right. Not tell me what to do. Why don't you ask me, you know, what I have to say about this? Uh, now, um, we also know that God is... Uh, patient, infinitely lovely, uh, creative, sovereign. Uh, can he alter uh, his will, so to speak, uh, to fulfill what he wants to do with us? And the answer is yes. Uh, because um, his will is not a blueprint that is a single path and you better stay on it. And if you're off, you're off. He is so sovereign that even when we make a mistake or something new comes up from the enemy, because uh, remember we're in the world under the control of the enemy. Right. That, so there uh, are other forces at play. Yeah, because, and this goes back to um, why this is a, a very profound question. If God was in complete control and everything happened was his will, well then there'd be no reason to even talk to him. Right. Just, well, whatever happens, happens. Which, by the way... Well, and in fact, there would have been no need for the cross. No need for the cross either, yeah. Um, you know. <laughs> I'll, I'll just, you know, fulfill it a certain way. And uh, But he says, well, the earth, the world, has been handed over by Adam and Eve, mankind, mm -hmm. to Satan. And Satan has control of the world. And what Satan does is uh, attack us, appeal to us, including, like, for example... Uh, James chapter 1, verse 12 to 18, it says, uh, God doesn't tempt you, but you're tempted by Satan appealing to what? Yourself. Your selfish desires. And yeah. when your self-desire walks away from God, mm -hmm. it then uh, turns into sin because you've walked away in the flesh and you're no right. longer on God's path, you're on, you're on a different path. Uh, so he says, my invitation to you is when you come back. Mm -hmm. um, and now, based upon the mistake you just made or the thing that the Satan just was able to do or cause you the trouble that he did, um, how about if I fix it now? And I want to do that through dialogue to walk with you in the way that you understand it uh, in a beautiful way so that is it, is it, you know, do my will or else, it's no, let me reveal to you my steps, which I am super creative in, and your prayer and your heart and your response to that does matter. Uh, because the way I'm going to carry it out is really dependent on how you respond to me and your free will 
to walk with me today, which by the way, tomorrow you may walk away and then we have to do it a, a different way. So, um, you know, does it alter uh, God's will? Um, no, because he knows the answer already around every situation, but every situation can be altered. Mm. Uh, so that it's not a single, that's it. Right. It's, well, let me help you with this now, including uh, God's timing, for example, uh, and God's uh, things that he's working on so that he'll say to us, uh, here's the step of obedience I want you to take. And we say, yeah, I'm having a hard time with that. Right. Uh, okay. Well, stay with me. Let me, let me, uh, you could, you could have experienced this today, but so what that it takes you three weeks to process right. with me? Everything, by the way, in three weeks will have changed. Right. Uh, so, does, but I'll lead you. Take me by the hand, but I'll, and I'll, I'll lead you but through I'll lead it. You to it. Um, and and my heart is always to bring you the best today, so that from your perspective, it could look like God's mind was changed, because it seems different today than it was a month from now. And he said, "Yeah, that's that's exactly right because of my sovereignty and because of all the things I'm working." My will, and this is cool, my will is always when, now. Right. That's the cool thing. My will is always now. So uh, do you understand that, uh, what I'm up to? And that's why to you, it can appear through our dialogue, through our prayer, that what seems like it's different than it was a month ago. And God said, yeah, it can be, it can be quite different uh, because I didn't change my mind. It's that I reacted to what you were doing and where you are, because what I'm doing is, right. is giving you the very best all the time. And I can solve, resolve, make happen the new thing that just happened to you. Um, right. so, it's, so it's really you know fantastic. So um, it's not a matter of us beating God's door down to say, you know, I, I really, if I, what do I need to do to change your mind? Right. Um, and remember that, that question generally is is out of what people say is i ask god a question and his answer is yes no maybe mm-hmm. uh, by the time by the way most of the time no uh, because i don't have those things happen to me and god says well every one of my prayers can be absolutely yes how well once you listen to what i have to say <laughs> right right um, and that's why the shift in the prayer life, particularly as we get into the covenant and God's goodness, is um, let me speak, share with you, give you guidance into my goodness, which my will, in a sense, and this is this is hard to fathom, is ever changing. It mm-hmm. is ever changing. Why? Well, because we're in a different spot uh, right. based upon what we just did, and what happens in the world, and what what Satan throws at us, and. Uh, because again, if he was in perfect control, well, there wouldn't be any Satan, there wouldn't be any uh, wickedness, there'd be no problems. Everybody right. would, would self-will, would would select God and walk with God. That's his heart, mm-hmm. but that's not reality of how the world functions. So he says, well, what I can do and am doing is I'm sovereign, so I can take care of the very thing that just happened to you today. Uh, that awful person that just came against you and cross the line of justice. Yeah, I know you're mad. You should be mad. Let me help you how to get to freedom with this. 
uh, if you have a heart to walk with me, based upon what just happened to you, which, by the way, wasn't my will. Right, right. So it's it's really uh, it's really interesting uh, uh, of how it works. So, um, do you have any any other thoughts or questions or something you'd like to share well, about that? Just uh, just kind of a funny thought. I'll I'll tell you on myself on this one. So okay. this question um, actually came to me via text. And, uh, and immediately, of course, you know, all these things flood my mind of, oh, to share this and share this. And I am writing a book on text, uh, like the response you don't want to see come up on your phone, you know. So all these oh, by, things. By the way, by the way, I was uh, I was on an airplane. And this young young girl, she's probably was early 20s. I she text. I've never seen anybody text <laughs> so fast. Yeah, and obviously, obviously they, they get it right, but I was <laughs> I was just mesmerized by how fast she could text and evidently get it right. I mean, I was shocked, but go ahead. Sorry, go so ahead. So funny. <clears throat> but yeah, so anyway, I am literally texting this book answer um, of just all these things that, that God has taught me on this and, you know, and laying it all out. And then I hit send. And no sooner did I hit send than God said, really, Kathy? And I'm like, oh, that's right. My answer should have been so that I'm texting back. By the way, disregard the entire previous text. Let's go spend. This is a great place for you to go spend some time abiding and asking God. Because again, our questions are a great place, an invitation to intimacy. And I'm like, let's let him answer this for you and see if he doesn't teach us both something new on this. So I'm like, I'm going to send you some scripture passages to start with and let me know where God takes you on that. And we'll go from there. But just ignore my whole book that I wrote there before, because that was me telling you and honestly robbing you of the journey that God wants to speak to you. And by the way, I may not have it all yet because I haven't you know, fully abided on all of these. Right, so, right, right. <laughs> but anyway, so just a little discipleship reminder there for anybody who tends to be like me, you know, sometimes somebody asks a question, we're so excited to share that we forget that the real calling is to come alongside them as they discover it and ask God themselves and to help guide them into seeing God's word in it. So, yeah, yeah. And did you, when there you, was that when you did that led into scripture, was there anything else that, that you covered that we haven't covered yet that you want to add into? Um, well, you know, one of the things that, that I sent them to that we're going to kind of wrestle through is looking back at Exodus um, when Moses was praying and by appearances, he actually changed God's will. And so people look at that passage and they wrestle with, well, then if I ask often enough something, can that change what God says? What is that what that scripture means and that sort of thing? So that was one of the things that we that we're looking at. The other thing we're looking at is the invitation, um, how God will will lead us to prayer in order to invite us into helping to bring his will about, yeah. you know, and that we look, Daniel 10 is another passage that I sent her to, to look at just with some of the questions that she had um, to look at, okay, you know, him, him inviting us to partner with him in honestly, in the spiritual battle and using prayer as a weapon when he, and how we see that sometimes things are held up, that he reveals his will. He's sending an answer, but there's a spiritual battle before it comes to play. And right. Daniel 10 does a beautiful job of pressing into that. So yeah. there's a few places like that that we're also looking. Yeah. Um, but careful not to, you know, like I said, my my tendency was just to word vomit through text. And um, I'm like, oh, Kathy, how do you do that again? You know better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, particularly as, uh, 
you know, you, you do look at there's, you know, supposedly some examples, you know, where God changed his mind. And, and even as you're pursuing God's will, um, and this is, this is something that we have to keep remembering, uh, God's will is perfect. Right. And he absolutely knows. And we knows, want that. We uh, want his will more than our own. And again, our, our view of it mm-hmm. uh, would be, well, just tell me the answer. Uh, <laughs> yes. And then I can skip all this stuff in between. You know, well, just tell me the right. answer. She said, no, well, that's a path. And I've experienced this, and I, t- I try to help people with this, is that you're going down a certain path, and it looks like you're given a green light. Mm-hmm. Yep, go this way. Yep. You're on the right path. And so you think, well, then the answer is along this path. Right. Um, and you're expecting it. And then all of a sudden, uh, and this is where, remember, the knocking piece comes, is you're, you're getting close. Well, you think you're getting close, and you get a roadblock. Right. And you get a stopping. And uh, you're not going any further. And then there's a question, okay. Uh, what do you, is this? A, uh, is this from the enemy? Is it just timing? You know, what is it? He said, "No, actually, um, now that you went down this path, uh, actually, I'm going to start a whole new one. It's over here, um, and there's no explanation uh, right. be, because it was like, well, wait a minute, I thought you were heading me down this way. You, you keep giving me yes, yes, yes. So you're, so you're telling me no, and I, in a sense, from our perspective, I wasted all my time." Right. And God said, well, you didn't waste any time. <laughs> uh, that was purposeful. Mm-hmm. I had you walk down there purposely. Uh, by the way, I kept you from doing something else. Right. Uh, and now that you're here, I'm going to divert you now to a different place. So it looked like, it appears, well, I guess God changed his mind. Right. No. He knew what he was doing. And there's, right. there's something about it. Um, I've even talked to a few people even recently where their reaction, they're starting to understand this, and their reaction is, huh, God's up to something. And they start to see it differently than, how come he changed his mind and I wasted all my time? Right. And God says, I, I said, well, he's not doing that. He's up to something. Uh, are you willing to go now completely at a different place? You think he changed his mind. He didn't. He had right. this. He had this plan all along, you know. Right. And so that's why, uh, even when you get into Exodus and a variety of different stories, it seems like well, it looks like God changed his mind. Um, right. Well, if he changed his mind, then he actually doesn't know the answer. Right. Uh, and we got to go back and say, well, God can't lie, and God's absolute. So that can't be right. Right. He, he knows the answer. So you got to look at it in a different way. Is mm-hmm. he's up to something? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he is so sovereign that what we view as a change actually is just him doing something right. brand new or resolving something and or this is this is the way I wanted it to go in the first right. place. So it'll well, be, it'll be fun to pursue. And the other thing, I'll just bring up uh, the other thing that I think sometimes in, in asking that question, what somebody is actually asking is, is my prayer even worthwhile? Yeah. You know, it does it have an impact? Isn't God just sovereign? It comes back to what you call the Christian fatalism. You know, isn't isn't everything that happens God's will? So why am I even participating or or attempting this? And so I love how you beautifully described the intimacy that is involved in prayer and that communication and that relationship with Him, because that is what that is all about. 
Um, and I think sometimes we falsely come into it. Well, why am I bothering? And honestly, let's let's talk about that for a second. Back to the relationship with you and Linda, or with Rich and I, uh, with um, you and Linda, and with Dan and I. You know, if I only conversed with Dan when I thought I could manipulate the outcome of the conversation to what I wanted, yeah, is that is that a healthy relationship? Is that the intimacy that I desire? Not at all. Right. You know, and so I think even thinking through that is is prayer really, again, I know I'm always the one saying, you know, it's everything's an invitation to intimacy with God, but you know what? Everything's an invitation to intimacy with God. Yeah. <laughs> and and prayer really is that. It is not a place for us to be trying to manipulate. Yeah, it is a place to be authentic and yeah. to share with him and to pray and to ask his will and to join him in in partnering with him to bring it about and it's it's a beautiful thing yeah go to uh i think to wrestle through some of those passages that people use that you hear thrown around to make prayer something sometimes that it's not go over to uh first thessalonians 5 (coughs) and read verses 16 uh through 24. First, first, Thessalonians. Doesn't matter. First Thessalonians okay. uh, five sixteen through twenty four. All right, here we go. Um, Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophecies. Test all things. Hold fast what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful, He who also will do it. Yeah. Okay. So uh, rejoice always. Mm-hmm. And, and it says pray how? Without ceasing. Okay. Now, again, um, this is why we need to redefine prayer mm-hmm. is... If you were praying the way we typically pray, right, and you're praying without ceasing, well, then you'd never have a relationship with anybody else, right? Uh, right. You would just, well, I guess I'm just supposed to pray all the time, you know, ask, ask, mm-hmm. ask, ask, ask. So that's not what it means. It says, uh, read it differently. Dialogue with God all the time mm-hmm. uh, as you give thanks for His work, which, by the way, we're talking about in the covenant. For this is what. This is the will of God. Okay, now Christ now this is this is really cool. <laughs> when you're praying, mm-hmm. what are you seeking? His will. Okay, his will. <laughs> so he says, he says, my will is for you to seek my will. Right. How cool is it's, that? It's just being in community with him, yeah. talking with him. Yeah. My will dialoguing is to be in relationship with me twenty four seven, abiding. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll dialogue with you. You dialogue with me. Seek my will about everything. Mm-hmm. I'll interrupt you. You ask me questions. We talk. Because uh, he says, as you're doing that, uh, do not, verse 19, quench the what? Quench the spirit. Okay, how do you quench the spirit? You well, go, You go to self. Yeah. Uh, you decide. I'm not even going to mm-hmm. bother, um, you know, uh, having the life the, the joy, the wonder of the spirit interact mm-hmm. with me. In essence, I've, I quench it. You know, just think of the simple thing. How you, when you quench a fire, you just pour water on it. Right. And you put it out. 
Right. It's of, it's of no use. Uh, so he says, don't put out the spirit that is vibrantly wanting you to pray without ceasing. And the ceasing. spirit that is communicating with you. Yeah. And, That's, and you know, remember, you're shutting it, it up it's dialogue. And my will yeah. is for you to seek my, my will. Um, and then may the God of peace, you know, uh, give your wholeness. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the way, he who calls you faithful, uh, is faithful. He, he will do what he says based upon mm-hmm. what he understands and communicates with you, which is the life of faith. So that when you look at this uh, statement, pray without ceasing, uh, the answer is, does prayer matter? I mean, think about it. Does prayer matter? Absolutely. Well, if it didn't matter, what would he say? Don't bother praying. Don't bother. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, you don't have to pray. You can cease praying. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but pray without ceasing. Keep praying. Why? Mm-hmm. It matters. Right. What does right. it? What does it do? It brings the life of God mm-hmm. into my life, into our group. That's why when we do we retreats, we ask our leaders to pray with us. We mm-hmm. give them. We give them. Uh, uh, you know, kind of insight about it. And then whatever you hear and, t- and God talk to you, you pray that on our behalf for protection, uh, for the ability to stay in the spirit, to have supernatural work. Uh, may, you, may you process what you hear because prayer matters. Yes, um, absolutely. And, and, and why? And it's really simple because it's drawing you into that intimate relationship uh, of God. And he said, that matters to me. Right. And I want it to matter to you. And he says, no, I got to redefine it. Remember, it's not asking me stuff. It, it's going to ask, and what's your will? And I need to understand it. But it's dialogue with me and do that without ceasing. Why? Because it, it matters. Why? It draws you to the center of my will for you. Right. And I can deliver to you the fantastic life that I have. How does it occur? Prayer. Uh, it's it's really remarkable. So um, uh, yeah, it matters. <laughs> <laughs> so as you're, uh, you know, we'll we'll get into this uh, aspect of goodness, but this is part of goodness. Is God says um, I need you with me to deliver my my goodness, and that happens through this intimate relationship where you have a heart right. to follow me and talk to me. By the way, and, and we're going to get into this. You can come with boldness. You can come with absolute confidence. You can come with, you have great access. Why would you not talk to the God of the universe that can make things happen? Right. Um, and right. That's, that's what he says. So we'll we'll pick this up again uh, next time. But uh, I thought it was a great question. And Yeah, uh, I thought so too. Uh, and I'm glad, you, I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up about uh, this prayer matter because that's kind of a, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it seems like I ask God a lot of stuff and nothing happens. So does it really matter? Right. Well, that's because God says I got to redefine it for you, um, mm-hmm. and we're, we found out as we, as you and I know, it's it's quite fun, and it matters. <laughs> Absolutely, and it's such a gift, such a yeah. gift. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll pick it up again next time and uh, tomorrow actually, and we'll get into this aspect of goodness and talk more about that. Sounds great. Thanks so much. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Have a wonderful day. Yeah. See you soon. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth.
Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.